On today's episode of Embodied Divinity, I am honored to introduce you to Gigi, who is a specialist in womb healing and feminine embodiment. In today's episode, we hear about the profound and transformative power of womb healing and the journey back to a more feminine nature. I hope you enjoy. Hey Divine One, Nikaila Mariah here, inner child and self-mastery expert and divine channel at your service, and this is my podcast. It is my mission to guide you back into remembering of all that you are as you stand in your highest self and live this life on earth to your fullest and most joy-filled ability. It's time to stand fully in your power, optimize your energy, and let wealth rain down on you as you get clear on your energy, mind, body, and spirit. This is for the divine ones, the cosmic beings, the creatives, industry leaders, and stars who are ready to activate their fullest potential and live a life of purpose, peace, and pleasure as we create a new world. It's time to remember the divine being you are and act accordingly. Let's get started. Hey everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Embodied Divinity. I am so excited today to introduce you to Gigi. You just heard all about her and the magic that she creates on this earth. And Gigi, I'm just going to start you off with my signature question how did you become the woman that is sitting in front of us today? I find that question such a <laughs> moment. I'm like, oh, I take a breath. Um, it feels like such an amazing question, actually, to reflect on myself. And sitting here, I'm kind of looking at all the threads. And it's actually something I was contemplating this morning actually because of this kind of coming to the end of the year there's that I always feel this reflection comes in it's like okay where am I where have I been where have I come from what am I embodying more of and um you know really tuning into what it is that I um I've integrated this year and it's a great question because I feel like really the the core piece of how I kind of have flourished more as myself as a woman and as a person is by really deepening into the cycles Mm -hmm. of nature of Gaia of the earth of mother and that's kind of it's kind of like this pulling in they say that that connecting with the feminine which is the work that I do is the descent it's like we go in to be able to you know rise so it's like the tree of life it's like you go down to rise so we need that nourishment we need to kind of really tend to our inner world to understand who we are and um, for the past five six seven years that has been my focus like ha- how can I descend deeper into myself to really understand who I am and that is why the feminine mysteries and working with our feminine is so profound because it's like this beautiful magical space within us that has all of the answers and 
really if you're a creative person like me that's really fun that's exciting it's like I want to find out something I don't know about myself I want to find out about the unknown um and that's really the approach that I've had um with myself is to stay in curiosity and the more that I've done that actually the more that I've enjoyed the experience of my growth because actually at the beginning um of my healing journey or kind of coming coming into this understanding of that I wanted to really find out who I was um I was feeling I just done with kind of exhausting myself for everyone else um and I felt so burnt out and for those of you who are sensitive who are empathetic who are healers naturally you will understand where I'm coming from I was so tired because I just kind of given and given and given and and um I thought that that was my job I genuinely thought that was my job because I could see what was going on so clearly it was like well if if I uh, step in or I give or I offer then that's kind of going to fix it so I had that fix it approach of um yeah I need I need to I need to be this for everyone else and then I came last and so I'd sort of exhausted myself throughout my 20s I'm 32 now um lots of performance so I was kind of very out outward um giving a lot um singing performing uh, modeling just lots of things that meant that I was kind of holding a lot of energetic space and I, I had no idea how to do that. <laughs> it was like, I just need to give myself. And that's all I knew. So I went through this kind of intense, it felt like initiation after initiation of learning that I couldn't fix the world. And I think that that's the wounded healer's journey is to realize that we're not here to save the world. Um, even though we so deeply want that, we so deeply crave um crave that um and that actually it's about really going into who we are so that we can you know save ourselves really understand ourselves and be able to give to the world in the way that we deeply want to which is you know by loving the world being creative being who we are that's the kind of that's the feminine that's the richness that's the nourishment that we can we can provide once we've done it you know internally so yeah I was just burnt out I was exhausted and I had all of these crutches that were holding me up, like drink and, you know, relationship, chaotic relationships, anything that kind of got me out of where I was. Um, and then I realized that I just couldn't do that anymore. And I was being pulled to make uh, a choice for myself uh, to choose something else. And that's where, you know, I'd had so, so many physical issues my body was just screaming out like please please stop the drinking stop the ignoring yourself stop like going into these uh spaces that numb you out so you don't feel and um I know that's a big one that you know us as humans it's challenging because everything wants to numb us out all the time social media um tv just every anything to not kind of feel the intensity um so 
th- that was actually my journey was to kind of re uh, enliven my body to the fact that I was that that I was in a body, and um, that actually happened where I I moved from London after living there for many many years um, actually to to Bali, and it was it was crazy because it was such a different place to yeah. be in. It, it, my body was just in shock when I got there. I realized because you know you think I'll go to paradise and then I'll be fine. But just my nervous system was like, whoa! I don't know what's going on. Um, I thought that I'd just be able to stop drinking and kind of go cold turkey and everything, but actually that that was not what I needed to do. So I kind of slowly then started to just become conscious of where I was because suddenly I was in this like beautiful paradise island surrounded by love and I don't know if you've been to Bali but it has that frequency of just mother love it's like it just it's everywhere it's so and when you go to tropical places it's just like life is just blossoming around you all the time and it's such it's such a potent energy so um yeah then I kind of slowly started to connect into my intuition because when I was a child I was really intuitive spent a lot of time in nature so I had that foundation of knowing that that filled me up and then I kind of followed a path um sound healing was actually the first thing that came up for me um so vibrational healing clearing out a lot of um stagnant energy for me, you know, a lot of feeling, being able to feel emotions, being able to kind of, you know, just, yeah, reactivate the fact that I was in a body. And I actually remember breaking down um, in a yoga class because I was doing yoga and a lot of sound healing. And it was just all the grief that I'd been holding in. I just like collapsed. And I remember just feeling like, wow, I've been holding all this stuff in for so long and I'm tired of it now. So there was kind of that moment where I actually realized physically that that was taking such a toll on me because releasing it felt so amazing. Um, so I did a lot of that you know, sound healing movement, yoga, eating better. And then my diet, I had to like, cut out uh, meat and dairy so I basically went vegan I just felt like my body needed to do this massive cleanse um, energetically and then gave up alcohol and yeah just kind of found a new way of living that felt really exciting to me it was like oh I feel like I've kind of been reborn yeah um, and yeah I, I kind of just followed followed that so there was I feel the mother came in I was like go and go get what you need to get trust yourself and so that that kind of putting myself out there because it did it really felt like I was putting my I was jumping in I was I was following like this deep call this deep yearning but I didn't know what was going to happen so there was a lot of uh yeah a lot of trust and faith um in taking that leap from leaving London and all of that sort of chaos and then it's like okay I get it when I look back it's like uh the mother was just kind of calling 
and the feminine within me was uh was ready yeah oh that I love your story because it really it is the epitome of like the feminine rebirth of really like sitting in the womb again and unthawing yourself and coming back into your body and I know that so so many of us women have made this journey but there are so many that are in exactly that same spot right where where you're at and society does a really good job of making sure we stay in our masculine right yeah oh for sure it's it's hard because like you said you didn't even until you started the unthawing process realize that you weren't in we don't even realize the mystery and the power of feminine embodiment so Mm. i'm i'm gonna ask because i know a lot of the women who listen to this are very much on that precipice where they feel that divine call. Like there's something different and my circumstance doesn't allow me to be anything other than in this masculine, right? They have that belief within them. What would you say are some maybe somatic practices or embodiment practices that they could start doing today to kind of get this process started? Yeah, I love that question because sometimes it's not so it's not such a huge thing like I'm just going to go to the other side of the world it's like okay (laughs) that's an extreme um that's an extreme situation um so yeah I really tuning in tuning into yourself breath work is profound like if you feel like you have this call but yet you feel quite resistant you feel quite um I don't know, stuck or tense in your body. Maybe you're feeling like you're wanting to just, you know, really feel that uh, relief and that deeper connection to, you know, the, the, the earth, because your body is the earth, the earth body is go outside and breathe in nature. I mean, honestly, when you also with intention, intention is so powerful you are basically commanding what it is that you want and so if you bring intention in and say I really want to feel connected to my body I want to feel vibrant I want to feel alive I want to feel you know love for myself and go and sit out in nature and and breathe and also what I like to say when uh, women are starting out and actually throughout the whole process is listen to your body because the thing is with with the masculine approach there's always an idea that we start with oh you have to breathe like this and then we kind of can get stuck in this structure where we're like oh no but we have to keep doing it like this because that's what that's what someone said someone else said or that's what my teaching said which sometimes you know is very powerful but it's about being able to kind of maneuver and not get stuck in that so what I say is just listen to your body like you obviously you can start by taking really deep breaths and try and breathe through the whole of your body but then just really allow for your body to breathe you Mm. out what areas of your body are feeling tense and just get curious about ah to breathe into you know my like left hand and it's it can be really fun so bring play into it and you're there's no way you can get it wrong there's nothing to get wrong. So just, yeah, play. Um, breath work is so powerful to shift anything that we're holding on to. And movement, free movement as well. I do a lot of work around uh, reclaiming our approach 
to these um, practices as well, like like breath, letting your body breathe you, movement, because people get really afraid of the word dance. <laughs> it's like, just don't worry about it. Like really, again, listen to your body, put on some music and just start to follow the rhythm. Um, there's no right way for you. And that's also how we get to flourish as women and we get to flourish in our own unique essence is by listening, listening to our bodies. Our bodies are our guides. They're so wise. They know what needs to, you know, what part of our body needs to move. They know where we're holding on. They know where we need to let go and, and bring in, you know, support. So really, the, yeah, the number one is, is listen to your body and know that there's no right or wrong way. And um, yeah, there are there are quite a few practices that I suggest, but that's the approach to just <laughs> let go, throw out the like the way you should do it, you know, the guidebooks to how you should breathe and and move and just explore. Um, that's so liberating. It's the most liberating and healing thing because I think actually that's all that we really want to hear because as children, we just play. You know, kids just play when they're allowed to play they're like exploring they're finding out things that they love and they're just they're following their instinct as well they're following their intuition and so that's why following your body is so powerful because it also strengthens your connection to your intuition and your instinct and really connects you with your body and and everything you know on the earth plane and Gaia so it's it, you know we're feeling like oh I'm actually here because one thing that I used to feel was uh, I don't feel here like I don't feel connected I don't feel in my body because I'm you know always trying to get out of it so yeah. think more about being you know here and present I think that's a beautiful approach because because our bodies are what's been holding everything and as you were speaking about that just remembering back to my own journey I really resonated as you were speaking of the grief, because for me, there was two things that came up as I began this process, which was number one, the grief of, of abandoning myself, but also the almost, it was like a shame, guilt, grief that of all the ways I've been, I had abused my body unknowingly. And all of a sudden I'm hit with all of this because I'm like, oh my gosh, I am here. This is this sacred vessel. And I remember, you know, dancing and, and almost like rage dancing, you know, yeah. to just get it out of my body. And I think that it's so our body, it, it knows how you want to move. Right. And I love that you said dance doesn't have to be scary because there's no right way to, to take it out. Have you kind of created some sort of process or container to, to help women as they step into that stage of just like looking back and like what have I done <laughs> what it, at the beginning yeah like how to yeah I mean I feel permission that this is something I say all the time give yourself permission I give you permission you give you permission 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 because that's something that we so need to hear a lot and and consistently even throughout the you know stages of your journey is can I do this? Because, you know, we're always kind of asking for permission because we're so used to being told how to be. And this is men and women, isn't it? You know, all as humanity, it's like, oh, we're waiting for someone else to tell us what to do. Um, 
so yeah, the, the permission piece is really powerful. Um, can I do this? Do I want to do this as well? You know, I don't have to do this. It's just, it's kind of playing with permission yeah. um, and taking away the shoulds and the musts and the have tos. And, and this is the way that it, um, this is the way that it has to look for me to be acceptable. So we kind of break down a lot of the mindset and the programming and the conditioning, um, which is, you know, quite, similar for every woman but then obviously we we all have our different experiences so I like to look at yeah the conditioning as as the kind of root because that those are the stories that we're living by and those are the stories that are you know we are uh, reenacting through through our body so that's what we're actually telling our body um that it's capable of so when we start shifting that um and yeah start trusting ourselves more I feel like that that's a really powerful way to begin um it really holds a lot because I know you know it's like it's becoming the the mother the teacher the kind of best friend the sister that you always wish you'd had it's like you can do this you can do this I give you permission you give you permission it's just this kind of constant like praising and celebration and witnessing that I feel like is almost the most important thing that I do because you already know what you need to do I don't need to tell you I can just hold that space of you can do this showing the mirror and I feel like that's yeah that's the most beautiful part of the work that I do I feel is is really just holding that very broad loving unconditional space um and because I have been to the depth of shit and that's why you know that's why I can hold a space like that because I've been through you know things in my life that it just you know meeting that guilt like you said meeting that guilt meeting that shame meeting all the ways in which I was you know not treating myself well so I I get it I really get it So number one, I think it's so powerful that you're allowing everyone to just like showing everyone how to bring all the power back into themselves. I want to ask, I want to kind of steer this, this conversation to a topic that I'm, I'm, I've always loved talking about, and I know that you are an expert in and all of that emotion, all of the shame, the guilt, the, the trauma, the things we've exposed our, our vessel to, right? I'm assuming that a lot of that gets stuck in our womb space. And I think that's a big part of why womb healing is such a sacred practice and so important to reclaiming like the fullness of our embodiment. And I wonder if you can kind of summarize or, or share your insight into the aspect of womb healing that's important and what, how it benefits women. Mm. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a space that we store so much and we don't even realize. And I, I mean, it's for me over the years, it's been, again, this like, wow, you know, layers and layers. And, and really that's the path of the rose, which is, you know, the rose path of, of truth and the feminine and, and really the layers of it. It's not linear. We don't just go from A to B and we're done. This is this powerful spiraling journey where we learn more each layer we go. And I mean, yeah, the rose I use with womb healing 
because it's so loving. It's the most, it's the highest frequency of um of the plant on the planet. It's the highest loving frequency. And I kind of surround myself with roses as much as possible. Um, but yeah, we hold everything within our wombs and every sexual encounter we've had as well which I feel is a really big one for us as women yeah. is if you've had sexual trauma or even if you've had sex when you didn't want to have it these are the kind of uh, threads that can stay you know within our womb and you know not the fullness of ourselves is like coming back to the purity and the and the richness and the kind of deep deep essence of who we are without being imprinted on so any time that we have been connected with another person in a sexual way we receive an imprint of some sort and also our emotional state you know how were we when that happened and so like you said the body stores everything so the more that we can tend and and what I really say is you know our womb is like tending to our inner garden mm. like how can we prune how can we just keep allowing you know the seasons and the cycles which is why it's so powerful to connect with with the cycles of your bleed your moon time and then also connecting that in with the rhythms of um, the seasons. And so there are anchor points in which it can become actually fun for us to, to um, you know, connect and, and feel really rooted in our lives because our wombs are, the, are our seats of power. We sit in our pelvic bowl. And this is something that I just find so, it's such a powerful kind of visualization because I'm quite, a physical person I, I kind of need to feel like okay why is why is the womb so important physically and it's we're sitting you know that it's our seat of power our seat of self that connects us to our creativity our, our expression and our life force and um yeah the more that we can tend to our wombs the more that we can really feel like we're sitting in our seat of power and the, and the threads also that maybe we were receiving from our relationships, we can start to unravel and start to understand maybe that's why I'm attracting this or maybe that's why I've been, you know, okay with this kind of behavior with someone. And it's also not just sexual partners, it's in relationship to our friends, our family. So it's a very nuanced kind of conversation because there's so many layers to it, but it's, I mean, all I can say is for me, it's completely changed my life, completely changed my life. And I feel so connected to myself and also kind of in charge of what decisions I'm making. And from a place of deep, deep love and respect for myself. Um, and I just think that that's so powerful. It's very primal, kind of like to to connect you with the animal kingdom yeah. you know if you're like if you're a leopard and you're just going to make that decision without all of the attachments to oh maybe I shouldn't do this or maybe I shouldn't do that when we're really seated in our power we can make those decisions really for ourselves as a sovereign being um so yeah that there's a, a very wild aspect to it we start feeling really connected with our bodies and our lives and 
there's also this this powerful intuition that comes from connecting with our womb it's like we're connecting with also the womb of Gaia Mm. and I mean that's what I love to take women on a journey with is we're connecting with the womb of Gaia connecting with mother healing the mother line um healing the father line as well and in child but really that the mother line is because we've suppressed the feminine for so long it's really powerful when we reclaim our wombs as women because it nurtures that new way of being with our bodies and with the planet so that's kind of how I see it as well on a more kind of multi-dimensional level is that when we reclaim our wombs we're reclaiming more of the earth and honoring ourselves honoring our cycles honoring the seasons is honoring the planet and the earth and the seasons and the cycles I a couple things I heard that you said that I know that that the women listening who are called to this work can start doing today are number one um surrounding yourself with like the symbolism of the rose and reminding yourself of that beautiful symbol that that is part of our healing journey and being really intentional as you sit in your feminine energy as you kind of almost have a deep reverence for your womb space and the power that it holds and really being mindful of the different energies you allow in and around you. And I think that those aspects are something that everyone can start doing today. And also I know from my own experience and, and healing my trauma and, and really deepening my connection with my womb support is it's honestly, I don't use this word a lot, but it's really needed through this process. And as sisters, we get to come together to hold space, right? When you've been an empowered witness, like you have, where you can hold this space, it's so healing to have another woman walk alongside you. And I would love for you to share how the women interested today can, can walk on this journey with you, how they can lean into you for support. Mm. I love that. Yeah, that's and that's such a big part of of the reclamation of the feminine is women together. Yeah. Um, you know, healing the sisterhood wound, healing this wound that we're in competition with each other and really realizing that when we link arms that we amplify each other actually. That's the truth of it. Like the medicine is in us linking arms and sharing and you know, circling and cycling the wealth. Yeah. Um, so that's where the the uh, flower of life was coming in for me today, that um, image of, you know, linking in and how it will ripple out into, you know, everything. So, yeah, I, I, um, I actually have a one-to-one womb medicine journey, which is a, a very special journey, um, which I'm starting for this year, which is very focused on working with your womb and working with this um, flower of life energy of really coming into your embodied bliss, your embodied soul, um, and allowing that to ripple out into your life and being very intentional, as you said, with it. Um, and also, actually, I'm I'm holding seven-week uh, journeys for women throughout the year. So if, if in person, I mean, if... Um, in a group setting if you're interested in doing that I love these containers because I keep them really intimate so seven women so we can really feel that support 
Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that whenever I've held space like that with a small intimate group, it's <laughs> kind of blows my mind because there's so much wisdom that comes in as well. It's like we are reconnecting with our ancestors, our, our mothers, our grandmothers, and just so much comes through when we come together. So um, yeah, there's also a, a group journey which will happen for seven people at a time. And I feel like that that feels so powerful for me coming into this next year, having these really anchored, rooted circles of women um, who are working together in that flower of life way and really, you know, honoring. Like you said, there's such a, there's the, the frequency of honoring, honoring our lives, honoring our bodies is so, so healing. Yeah. So yeah, there's there's either um one to one or the group journey. That's amazing. I'm so excited. And for everyone listening, if you feel called, remember all the links to work with Gigi are right under wherever you're watching this episode. And Gigi, thank you so much for blessing our <laughs> space with your beautiful energy. It was a pleasure to have you today. Thank you so much. It's been such a joy. I'm feeling really, really grateful for being able to share all of that. Um, so thank I, they're going to just love it. <laughs> I can't wait <laughs> like, for everyone. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Oh. And for everyone listening, as always, breathe deep and plan on miracles. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening, Divine One. It truly has been an honor to guide you deeper into yourself today. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to create a ripple of support for my podcast, please share it with your friends, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. You can find me on all the socials by searching Nikaila Mariah or checking the link in my bio. As always, breathe deep, plan on miracles, and know life's about to get a whole lot more magical.